Well, thanks for tuning in to another TronCast with Tron Jordheim. Uh, today, I'm talking with a kindred spirit, a sales uh, genius, if you want to call him that, a sales master, a, a sales uh, ditch digger. Some days we're all of those things when we're in selling, right? So I, I have with us today Chris Castanis, and Chris has a really interesting take on how to use sales techniques and sales talk in your real life as life hacks. Chris, tell us how you got to this and, and what kind of fun you're having with that. Well, thanks for having me on, uh, Tron. And uh, what I did was I've been and over the last when I grad, I got into sales full feet into the deep end of the pool. And from there, I just I've worked for different companies. I've sold different products over the years. I've done telemarketing, sold office supplies, insurance, you name it, everything short of cars. Yeah. And so what I've done is I've, I wrote a book about a year or so ago. It's called You're Going to Be Great at This. And uh, what we did was the reason we called it that was because anytime you go to work for a, uh, a, a company that's, that hires you as 100% full commission, they, they're desperate for people and they're looking for people and they blow smoke and tell you how awesome you are and how much money you're going to make. And they always finish with, you're going to be great at this. <laughs> and, right. And the thought going through your head is, so how come I'm replacing someone then? Cause maybe they weren't so yeah, great at it. Well, exactly. That's exactly the point. And so we've, we, it's just a, a story, a, a lot of sales techniques and it's, it's, it's great for beginners. The book is, and, and it's actually good for everybody. Um, there's even a chapter on how to be a good customer. Oh, that's but great. That's we, a needed lesson. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. There, I've been on both sides of that coin, you know, so, and we all have, so it, it's, it's very interesting. And, and in, in between I've intertwined what I call dumb stories and, and each chapter has a dumb story. And um, so from there we've taken it and, just try to tell people how they can take those lessons from sales and selling and just use them in their everyday lives because ultimately we're all selling something right uh, whether whether we think we're in sales or not uh, we may be trying to convince somebody to you know buy a car or or teach a kid to eat their vegetables or something right, right. so this whole point is is if you're trying to convince somebody to do something that they probably weren't going to do then you're in sales that's right and i give examples of that you know so in the book and and when i'm speaking to groups i i pass those along with some stories and more or less teach life hacks of how to how to move along and and just basic sales concepts that can be used in everyday life well Life, well, I yeah. Say. Well, so uh, anybody with kids is always, uh, you know, at the at the uh, crossroads of deciding, you know, do I need to advocate for my child in this situation that they're having? They're they're up against some roadblock, or they're in the middle of some hassle, and you know, so am I gonna advocate for them and show them how it's done? Am I gonna just kind of let them figure it out on their own at the moment? Right. So so. 
how would you use some of those life hacks in a, in a situation like that where you might want to say, hey, here's maybe a way you could go solve the problem yourself? Or you might say, well, I think a parent has to go deal with this. So here's how I'm going to approach it. Right. So I'm thinking, I don't know, there's some hassle in their sports club. There's some roadblock in their, you know, school life, you know, those kinds of things. Do, do you have some some right. some things from your well, experience more, that might speak to that? Well, it's more of along the lines of how can the child handle that? So teaching the child how to handle that problem correctly. And so if say if you had a child that was, um, for instance, being influenced by the wrong wrong group of kids, you could talk to them and say, look, you know, this is the consequences but here's what the other kids that are more successful long down the road are doing. This is what they did at your point at your stage. So the concept there is we always say, you know, people buy on the approval of others. And if you can convince somebody that the other person is successful and here's what they did when they were 15 years old, instead of running around and, you know, partying and smoking weed or whatever the concept is, then you can say, hey, this is what where you're going to pay off in the end. That's one of the big concepts is people buy on the approval of others. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody buys nobody. buy when you buy a car, what do you do? You take it out and you show it off to people and you and, you, and people say, oh, that's an awesome car. We, we enjoy having that approval from others. So if we can say that, put that in a in a context for a child and say, you know, all the cool kids are eating their vegetables. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> you know, you can you can change that around to whatever the the yeah with the yeah. child or a coworker. You know, you can say, hey, you know, Bill Gates did uh-huh. it this way. Why don't we do well, it? Well, so way? I used to try to use the ultimate so choice any- question on my kids when they were little, and it didn't work. They'd say. Daddy, you're trying to sell me by giving me two options that make me do the same thing. And now, and I go, oh, darn it, <laughs> you snagged me. Yeah, that's the binary choice. <laughs> right. Do you want to take out the trash now or do you want to take it out in 10 minutes? It'd be like, no, Daddy, no, 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 that's not going to work. You know, and then we also, one to you well you're not going to buy from them and i've seen people just get up and go to another car lot right. but especially nowadays with the internet you can move around and have more but if you just can, can convince somebody to trust you a little bit and build a little rapport and open that door up even if it's just slightly you can convince them a lot more and it gives you a lot more credibility to um, convince them to do things so all these things work together in a concept, you know, as far as building trust and, and getting people to buy on the approval of others and all those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So the, the, the way I approach that sometimes in a tongue in cheek manner with people uh, that I'm training for sales is, as I tell them, you have to get over the idiot hurdle because some people, when they come see you they're like okay i have to deal with a salesperson 
my assumption is salespeople are idiots. And so your, your first job as a salesperson is to show them you're not an idiot. You're just a real person. You know, you're okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. I'm back with Chris Castanis and we are talking more about sales. And uh, Chris has an interesting uh, way of looking at it. Chris, you were telling me that selling is a little bit like dating. So I want to hear more about that. Yeah. um, Dating someone, you're trying to impress them. And you're trying to build a relationship. And, you know, when you're first looking to date, not actually dating the person, but when you're first out there single and, and trying to find someone to, to, you know, hang around with for a while. And, um, and it's pretty much like a job interview, which is where you're really self. So what I always tell people is yeah. telling yourself in a job interview, dating is more or less like a really uh, exponentially <laughs> more intense job interview. And um, so that's, that's where I go with that. And I tell people all the time, you know, you, it's, it's the same concepts. You have to right. earn trust, build that relationship. And people, people buy from people they like and, and trust. And, and people date people that they like and trust. And uh, so, you know, if you take that same approach from selling into when you're single and looking for a mate, you find the same thing we actually had a uh-huh. you had when i was in college and i was single we would meet girls at, at bars and clubs and just say <laughs> things that were just ridiculous right. of course you know pick up lines right <laughs> and some of them you know aren't you in paris driving a porsche like mine last week and oh, you know right. things that were just stupid and nobody because you're trying to get a truck seriously to get some attention and, uh, and you know Right, right. Of course, right. And most of the time, it was just to, most of the time it was just to amuse ourselves because these girls were just totally <laughs> repulsed by us anyway. So, so we would, but the one that worked every now and then we would get um, the line that would work was um, I thrive on rejection. Right. Can I buy you a beer? <laughs> and they would say no, right. and then you could have a little fist pump and <laughs> well, say that's you. all. Now you've helped me and, in uh, my development because you rejected I'm, me, right? <laughs> yeah and go back and uh, high five my friends you know so that's what we've done but i've noticed that in in you know in my sales career that there's a lot of rejection and you can't be thin-skinned about it and you have to have oh, yeah. a bit of a sense of humor so i i'll say that sometimes and i'll say you know i'll think to myself you know like well um you know i thrive on rejection would you be interested in some right. long-term care insurance right <laughs> you know, <laughs> 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 so that's you know is you, you get, I, I know people they just get rejected and uh, right off the bat and they're just like i'll never do this again and they throw well, in that, the that part is out. rough right because and you get, I tell you get all excited you're convinced your product or your service is valuable and you think about the prospect you're getting ready to talk to and you think man this would really do them well it'd be good for them and then you talk to them and they just go no I don't have any interest. I don't want to talk to you. Go away. Right. And you're like, oh, man. Oh. 
you have to get used to it after a while. I've, yeah, like I said, I've been doing this for so long, and I've seen people, and they just have crazy priorities, and they, they, you know, like you just said, you think this would be a perfect fit for this person, you know, and and they don't do it. I, I sell insurance, I sell yeah. life insurance and disability and things like that, and I and I'll have a you know a young couple, and they've got a mortgage and a house and the kids and you know and i'm like you really need some life insurance to cover all these bills in case something happened to you and they're like well we just bought a flat screen tv and we just can't we're financing the tv and i'm like you know you just if something happened to you tomorrow the tv's not going to help your kids go to college (laughs) but you know people they just don't have their priority right place and that's one of those other sales lessons Right. People, as people can afford what they want to buy. So when they say, well, I can't afford it. I bought a TV. I'm like, yeah, but that's because you wanted that TV. And if I can convince them in sales to to buy the, what they need and want to buy it, if they want to buy it, right. they'll find a way right. to afford it. So that's, that, that's one of those things. And it goes so, back to our dating. So, you know, if, if somebody really wanted you. Right. So is that, way is that where you tell their friends, hey, I know he's an ogre, but sure, right. he's still okay. And so is that, <laughs> is that where you come back to uh, the title of your book, right? You'll be great at this, right? I, didn't, I got that wrong, but that's, that's basically the concept, right? <laughs> the, yeah, well, that came from, that came from every uh, job interview when you're, when you're looking for a job and, and it's paying 100% commission. And they don't have to, they're just trying to find somebody to hire. The sales manager will always tell you how awesome you are and all the money you're going to make. You're going to be great at this. And that's, you know, that's when I tell people, if you ever hear that, just run. (laughs) Don't, don't stick around. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing good can come from that sentence. So that's, that's kind of like the, the kiss of death, right? You know, you, you get to kiss on the cheek, but you know what it means. So. Exactly. I had a I had a job interview about a year ago for a promotion. They were I'm working with this one one company and they're trying to right. bump me in, in the management. And one of the guys actually told me after I had, had he had read my book and he actually came up to me with a straight face and said, <laughs> you know, you'd be great at this. And, and I was like, and just looked at him. I was like, are you being serious right now? Or are you being sarcastic? And he goes, no, really. And I was, uh, I was like, I right. don't think I want to take that job. Uh, so, so yeah. So how has selling changed over the years? Because we've focused so much on trying to create inbound uh, selling, right? By all the marketing we do and the, and the, right. uh, uh, automation that we do in marketing and the advertising, right? Because we, we want to get those conversion rates up by having people contact us who are likely to buy before they even contact us, right? So that's kind of changed a little bit about the process and the activity of selling in my mind. How do you see that? Well, when I first started, we, you know, everything, we didn't have an internet or anything back then. Um, we were basically just out there hoofing it, you know, beating on doors, cold calling, prospecting. And um, nowadays, it's pretty much the same way in a lot of ways. It depends on what your product is, of course. But the Internet has really changed things 
not necessarily for the better. Depends on what you're selling, though. So if you're selling a car, of course, that's leveled the playing field. You're, so, you're only going to have so many car dealerships in your geographical area, whereas you can get on the Internet and compare a wider range and see the features and play one car dealer against another. In my field with, like, life insurance, for, uh, for instance, um, you know, you can get online and look at life insurance quotes Anybody can do that at home at three in the morning or yeah. whatever when they can't get to sleep. And we and actually those people don't realize it, but when they submit their email address uh, for more information, their their those their information is going to agents who are actually out there right. buying those leads. And I used to work with a guy, and he would get up in the morning, and there would be he had bought mm-hmm. three zip codes, say, and he would get. Right. For these, uh, you know, people that had been the night before on the Internet looking for life insurance. And he would have to call them first because they had sold those same leads to right. three or four other agents. And mm-hmm. it was always horrible, horrible. He'd come back and he'd say, oh, man, I, I finally sold one. I spent $20 in gas driving up and down getting to these people, and I finally sold mm-hmm. it. And it was six the premium was six fifty two, and I'm thinking six hundred and fifty two dollars a year. That's not too bad. He goes, no, it was actually six dollars yeah. and fifty two cents a month. So, <laughs> you know, it just leveled the field so much. Right, but right. There again, with the marketing part of it, with my business, I have my Facebook page, and I have, um, you know, a LinkedIn page, and a- yeah. And all that helps, doesn't it? It all helps bring in some people. My name and they say, oh, okay. When I do approach them, they're like, oh, okay. I've seen your business on Facebook or I've seen you talk about life insurance on Twitter. And mm-hmm. that's where my, it, it pays off a little bit, but nobody ever sees a post on life insurance and then call, picks up the phone and, calls me directly and says, well, I didn't realize I needed life insurance because you put a a, a little blurb on Twitter about it. But it just does keep your name out there. And if you do it correctly and and efficiently, you don't spend more than 20 or 30 minutes doing that anyway, uh, if you don't have to. Well, and and, uh, I think everybody needs a certain uh, online persona or uh, online reputation because people will go look for you. And if if what they see is pretty bare bones and pretty minimum, they might think, hmm, I don't know about that. And I mean, they don't have to see, uh, you know, the world's greatest, uh, you know, social media profile for them to go, okay, real person, real information, right? Yeah, well, the the book is is very. It's not very hard to read. It's a very short book. I made it readable for everybody. So, like I said earlier, there's a chapter on how to even be a good customer, and um, I just made it into basic sales principles, um, things that you know are obvious to those who've been in the business for a while, but might need a reminder, like how we're actually just selling ourselves. We're not necessarily selling yeah. a product or for a company, but the first thing you have to sell is yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. That's probably the most important thing. 
to learn. And then after that, um, just basic principles, like I said, but most of it is got filled with some, some humor, some stories. It's not, um, like a Zig Ziglar book by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) It's not there to motivate you per se, but to just show you some of the the landmines that are in front of you if you're in a career in sales and and some of the things I've run across and how to avoid them if you can. So I tried to make it as easy as possible for everybody. It's actually gotten some decent reviews on Amazon. It's on Amazon and and some of them were actually unsolicited. That's really good. (laughs) so yeah (laughs) who knew so um that's that's the fun part about it and and i actually enjoyed writing it it was it was a lot of fun and i and i didn't tell but about three or four people i was even writing a book so when i when i brought it home one day my wife was like what is this she didn't even know i kept a little surprise there right (laughs) so yeah yeah and it's fun I, i i i really enjoy promoting it and just going around and talking to people and I've done a few little, um, you know, sales presentation groups, uh, civic groups and sales groups and try always looking for more. And uh, it's, it's just a fun thing to do. I enjoy it. And, um, I've learned how to self publish and, and, um, uh, edit photos. And I had to do the whole thing from scratch. You know, I did, I did all of it. And uh, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. There's a little glitches here and there because it's self-published. So, uh, you know, you can tell well, I went to public school sometimes. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> but, yeah, but and 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 I think you have actually liked yeah. the uh, Facebook page. We have a Facebook page for the book, and uh, and that's one of my my little joys in life is just making little memes and posting them on there and talking about sales and being a customer and trying to get referrals and all the things that go with it. That is fun. So how how do they find your Facebook page? What's the, what's the handle there on Facebook? Oh, it's just called, uh, you're going to be great at this. It is a fun page. I've enjoyed watching some of the things you post up there. And it's um, the next book I'm actually working on. I'm actually working on the second book, but it's probably going to be far off in the future at this point good good but uh <laughs> it's just trying to trying what, to get wrap yeah. my head around that one too but yeah it's enjoyable and i hope everybody can get on amazon or order one and and um it's very affordable makes a great christmas yeah. gift well it's it's We're never a too early, early for to start thinking about what's your next list, right Easter, mother's Easter was a great mother's day present, gift giving right? holiday um i'm not sure we just went through valentine's Mother's Day. Everybody, That's right. Everybody's, everybody's mother, mother needs to, to uh, so. <laughs> chuckle at some stories about selling, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. And there, and the books, and the books, a little. Like I said, it's not a motivational book. It's more of it's. It can be very sarcastic and and snarky, but well, that's that's my, part of dealing my with charming yeah, personality. That's part of I guess with stuff too, isn't it? Because sometimes, uh, you know, a little bit of sense of humor, a little bit of snark. Uh, kind of helps you laugh laugh away some of the stress, right? Exactly. I, I used to work with a guy, and he would say, "If it were, it would be the easiest job in the world." And, um, and that's pretty Whoa. much what I ascribe I, I, to I, daily. You, blur, you blurred out there for a second. Tell me <laughs> again, what did he say? 
<laughs> he would always say, if it wasn't for people, it'd be the easiest job in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, the people side is and that, and That's pretty much the it? attitude we take with the oh, that I've taken mm-hmm. with the book. You know, well, so good, it's all good. good. So yeah. now people know how to find you. And uh, head over to the Facebook page. Tell us again the name of the page. It's called... It's called You're, You're Gonna Be Great at, at this. this. You're Gonna Be Great and it's got at a This. Picture of a little guy winking. All right. And, and, and I hope everybody enjoys it. And, um, and I, I'm looking forward to writing the next one. And if I can help anybody out with any kind of pub, uh, you know, speaking engagement. Yeah. All right. Get with Chris. Uh, find him at You're Gonna Be Great at This on Facebook. Chris, thanks so much for uh, for taking the time to talk about some of your experiences and your new book. You're going to be great at this. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. What do you do for sales training and team building exercises? What do you do for customer service training and team building exercises? I know you're trying all kinds of things, and there's some good stuff out there. But I swear, if anyone ever asks me to do another trust fall, my brain's gonna explode. So let's come up with something different. I've been trying to find something different for a while. And I thought, well, why not? Let's come up with a sales training game or a customer service training game, something fun that everyone can get into and that they can laugh about and challenge each other and poke each other a little bit and feel some of the emotional ups and downs that you get when you're in customer service and sales. So I went to a game jam uh, headed up by the local regional economic development group here in Columbia and Boone County, Missouri. And I met uh, a group of game developers and we had so much fun that we ended up creating a game called Starship Junkyard, which is a great and hilarious way to do team building for your businesses, for your sales teams, for your customer service teams. And it's turned out to be just a great family and friends game too. Something you can sit down and play for half an hour or an hour or a great pub game. It's hilarious. It's called Starship Junkyard. And you can find it on Facebook at uh, the Starship Junkyard, the card game. You can buy it on thegamecrafter.com. Go to thegamecrafter.com and look up Starship Junkyard and buy a copy and play it. It's hilarious. So try that for your next team building exercise. Try that for your next sales training meeting. Sit down and play Starship Junkyard and you will be happy you did. Go check it out on Facebook, Twitter. Go buy the game at thegamecrafter.com. The Starship Junkyard, the card game. Thank you.